Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grosser Show. Let's just assume that if you talk to Bradley Beal, he would entertain the idea and the notion of maybe going to the New York Knickerbockers. Maybe, just maybe. Look at a potential package here from the Knicks side of things. You got an Evan Fournier. Derek Rose has a team option. You're going to have to throw in one of the young guys. OB, Grimes, IQ could possibly get re-signed here this summer, get an extension. And you also have a glut of draft choices. So that's another carrot that you can dangle in front of them. Put this whole thing together. Fournier, Derek Rose, a draft pick or two, one of the young guys. What do you think? Who says no? This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, baby. Hour number three. This is a fast mover. I had a feeling it would, too. No Mets, no Yankees tonight. You kind of thought that this show would fly on by, as it always does. It's just not enough time for us. You know, they give us three hours a day. It's not enough. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. 60 more. Then it's Gordon and Larry. Larry and Gordon. They'll take you the rest of the night. Uh, Remember, back tomorrow. Full show to close out the work week at 7 p.m. right after TMKS. And then we'll have our Saturday extravaganza, 9 a.m. to noon. So it's a lot. We got a lot more work to do. You know, some people are like calling it a week. We got a lot of more work to put in before we can relax. We got like two more shows plus. And then after this week, by the way, things are going to get crazy with the schedule. I'm just giving you guys a heads up right now. All right. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but we are going to be all over the map, basically, for the next two months plus. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm going to have to work with him, too, unfortunately. But, you know, the things we do. What can I tell you? I was looking at it the other day, guys, and I want to say, I only looked up until, like, August. After we get through this week, I think we only have maybe two or three of our normal show times at 7 o'clock up until August. Like I said, we're going to be all over between vacation and just being moved around. It's going to be like a yo-yo all over the place. So we'll keep you up to date. You'll know where to find us. Don't worry, we're not leaving. But you're just going to have to alter your routine a little bit. And you know what? If you can't listen to the show live, you listen to the podcast. Technology is a beautiful thing, like we said. It's great. At Dan Gross is where you can always get me, though, on Twitter. It's a good place to check me out because, you know what? If we are going to be working in a different time slot, that is where we're going to let you know where we're at. So G-R-A-C-A, that's where you can get us. Follow, click, the whole nine yards. Um, No Mets, no Yankees today. They're going to be back at it tomorrow. I was talking to Joe before. Like, it didn't even occur to me. Both teams out off Monday. Both teams out off today. Light week for the locals. Yanks up in Boston. They'll take on the Sox again starting tomorrow at Fenway. Sunday night baseball, the whole nine yards. Mets will welcome in the crummy Cardinals. Better not stub their toe against the St. Louis team or else who knows 
what the tenor of the conversation is going to be come Monday when we reconvene. Also, also mixed in a little bit of basketball as well. Draft is next. Think about it. The draft is a week from today, 22nd of June. Who knows what kind of big moves will be made between now and then. That's always something. Speaking of basketball, though, before we get back to the phone calls, today you have the Denver Nuggets who had their championship parade. And these, these different teams that win titles now, it's become almost like you got to see what happens at the parade. What kind of shenanigans are there going to be? Now, there was a million, I don't know if it was a million people, I'm exaggerating, but there was like a million people in like the town square there in Denver. And I'm not familiar with the geography of Denver, never been there. But wherever they were going to have like the main stage where the players and everybody were going to talk, like there was like thousands of people there. So they had a nice turnout. And of course, each player is going to, you know, say different things. They're going to cause a stir and they're having a good time and the beverages are flowing and, you know, from early in the morning. Here was uh, Nikola Jokic, the finals MVP, uh, on winning a championship. You know that I, I told that uh, I don't want to stay on parade, but I f***ing want to stay on parade. This is the best guy. I'm not sure what he said that was beeped out, but I think it's things that you can't say on the radio, as it was explained to me. So now, you remember, he was having some fun about the parade. He wants to go home. He's got to watch his horse racing on the weekend. But, of course, he wants the parade. He's having a good time. Um, But the guy who stole the show today was the adult in the room, even though it wasn't a room. Michael Malone, the head coach. Right, he's supposed to be that authority figure. Somewhat of a disciplinarian, keep the players in line, at least during the season when they're playing ball. Not at the parade. He had the bling on around his neck. I mean, he, he was living it up. Here is uh, Mike Malone. Is Brucey B going anywhere? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Hey, we run this back. We run this back. Hell yeah. Come on. Get loud. Let me uh, tell you. Hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Mike Malone sounds like he hasn't slept since Monday. And who could blame him if he hasn't? Mike Malone ties to the area, grew up, you know, around here because his father, of course, you know, Brendan Malone, a longtime basketball coach. Mike Malone went to Seton Hall Prep in Jersey in high school. And it kind of sounds like he, you know, comes from around here, which is cool. Uh, He also had one parting shot for those that maybe didn't feel it was necessary to vote Nikola Jokic as the MVP of the NBA for a third consecutive season. Take a listen to this. You guys know he stat pass, right? And you guys know he, he didn't win a third in a row MVP because the voters didn't want to vote for him. This guy right here, this guy right here is an amazing player, but I hope you all know him, Natalia, their daughter, their brothers, their family, they are a huge part of Denver. So let's give it up for Nicole Jokic and fans. Let me tell you something. I don't have any authority on these type of things. But he was running down the whole Jokic family. And everybody knows about the brothers who were like as big as Nikola Jokic is. And Jokic said that growing up, brothers used to give him a hard time. You know, that kind of molded him into the player that he is today. I would pay to actually see a reality show with the Jokic family. Nikola Jokic... The wife, who I have no idea what she does, how, whatever, but, you know, it's his wife. We're not going to kick her off the show. The little baby. Love the little baby. Little baby. Got to keep the baby. And then the brothers. The brothers might actually be the breakout stars of the show. We got to make that happen. 
<laughs> we got to make that happen. We got to see that's something that if you put on like a streaming service, I might pay to see. Jokic family something, we could call it. I don't know. We'll come up with a title before the end of the show here. But but I would pay to watch it. Think about all the dumb reality shows with the dumb people and the dumb families that they have chronicled over the years. What better than this? I think it would be a massive hit. Massive. Anyway, let's get to the phones. Right. I like that. Sleepless in Serbia. I like that one. That's a good one. The Jokic is sleepless in Serbia. Tonight on episode two of Sleepless in Serbia, Nicola and Natalia go shopping for a new mattress. Natalia, I need new mattress. My legs stick out from old one. Oh, Nicola, we go buy you new mattress. It's okay. That's tonight on Sleepless in Serbia. Who wouldn't watch that? Nikola Jovic or Nikola Jokic. (laughs) He's going to be a guest star on the show. That'll be an episode. I I mean, it's going to be a massive success. Massive success. Who would not sign up for that? 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Let us say hi to Tommy in Connecticut. He's up next year on 98.7. Thomas, good evening. How are you? Dan, what's up, buddy? What is up, Tom? How's things? Uh, I, you got me hooked, line, and sinker on the uh, Jokic See? reality show. And, and I, let, Harvey, you're rolling three... on this, right? Because, if it, Tom, if it becomes something, this is something we go back to. I'll get the lawyers on it. I want... Uh, co-creative credits i want producing credits i want the whole thing because i want my wallet to get full absolutely harvey has to clip all that and just give you complete creative control amen it's yours amen (laughs) yeah you got me you got me dying bro but yeah it's slow night you know nothing local going on so i'm here i'm being a baseball nerd and i'm looking through stats and whatnot so if you look at the divisions going the AL East, every team has a positive run differential, even the last place Red Sox. The Oakland Athletics are minus 196. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a disgra- it's an absolute disgrace. I feel so bad for every sports fan in Oakland. They, they just deserve better than that, you know. But you know something, Tom? Apart from the run differential, right now you can't even say they're the worst team anymore because that's Kansas City. Kansas City is the worst team. They've only got 18 wins. Like, Oakland actually got past the Royals. And and Kansas City lost um, my buddy Vinny Pasquantino to shoulder surgery for the rest of the season. So Vinny could come over to uh, East Rutherford and, and check out his beloved Jets a little bit earlier. He doesn't have to watch crummy Royals games in September anymore. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Royals have been actually worse. I know. It didn't – like, Oakland, I think they won, like – Seven or eight in a row. They won yeah. seven in a row, and they and they took the first couple from the Tampa Bay Rays, and they and they I lost know, today by a run to, to Tampa. Uh, just baseball is just different, man. Well, you play 162. It's, that's why. It, that's it's such a long season. That's all it is, and that's why you just never, never know. Tom, good stuff, my friend. You get back to us as always. Right now, look, and I watch the damn sport every day, and and we used to have fun at Oakland's expense earlier in the season chronicling like their pace of futility right when they were losing 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 this was maybe like a week or so ago they were on pace to maybe win 
30-something games. I mean, think about how – this is Major League Baseball, professional baseball, 30-something games. So now it's going to be like them and the Royals for the rest of the season as to who's going to finish with the worst record and who might set the all-time record for futility. Remember, the 62 Mets, the expansion Mets, that's the worst team in the history of baseball. 40 wins, 120 losses, and a tie. So that 120 is the number. Right now, I think that one of these teams might pass it. Because as bad as they are right now, think about it. There actually is maybe a player or two on each roster that could go to a contender before August 1st. Like, I've mentioned Aroldis Chapman's name. Aroldis Chapman's having a halfway decent season for the Royals. Some team will take a shot on him. And I've already said the team that should roll the dice on Chapman, not a big market, he's not going to feel overwhelmed or anything like that, Arizona. Arizona needs a bullpen arm. They got Andrew Chafin and, and the former Met and Yankee, Miguel Castro, trying to close out games for them. That ain't working too well, and it won't over a long season. Chapman would actually fit well in that Arizona bullpen with all that young talent they have. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. More of your phone calls, and if you've had it with instant replay in some of these sports, what do you hear what a big league manager had to say about it last night? Grasso Show till the top right here on 98.7 ESPN. Tonight on episode two of Sleepless in Serbia, Nicola and Natalia go shopping for a new mattress. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776, that is the telephone number. So last night... Astros were playing the Washington Nationals, okay, in Houston. Astros end up winning the game 5-4. to four. In the ninth inning, Jake Myers, Astros had the bases loaded, okay? 
one out. 4-4 game. Jake Myers hits a ground ball to... Wait, I'm going to set this up for you here. Why don't I have it? Okay, hits a ground ball to shortstop. C.J. Abrams, the shortstop for the Nationals, throws home to get out number two, the force play. Then K. Bear Ruiz, who's the catcher for the Nationals, he's going to try to get the double play. So what do you do? You throw to first base, right? Try to get the hitter. But Jake Myers was running inside the base paths, which should have been interference. The throw glanced off the runner into the outfield, which then allowed the go-ahead run to come around and score. So the Astros lose the game 5-4. Dave Martinez, who's the manager of the Nationals, claiming, of course, that it was interference and the run shouldn't have counted, but umpires saw it differently. So Davey Martinez shows up to his post-game press conference last night. He And this is a great job by the whole staff of Washington. Shows up with a printout, a picture, from the home plate view of the base runner running down to first base where he was clearly inside the line. Listen to Dave Martinez. Your play in a familiar location. There it is, right there. Take a good look at it. Is that on the line? I don't think so. I'm over this play. Seriously. They need to fix the rule. If this is what the umpires see, that he's running down the line, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Fix it. We lost the game and he had nothing to say about it because he can't make the right call. Brutal. Brutal. What was his explanation to you as no. you went out there? He said he, he saw him run down the line. So I said, we lost the game because you, you made the wrong call. I guess. <laughs> I guess. You know what my favorite part about that whole thing was? Listen to the very beginning. Whoever the announcer was, and I don't know if that was my buddy um, Dan Colco, who works for you know the Nationals TV on, on Mass in there. But he tries to ask Martinez about, you know, because this was back in Houston where the Nationals won the World Series in 2019. So he was trying to, like, butter him up a little bit and get into the whole, hey, well, you know, familiar location, being back uh, in a place where you guys celebrated. He tries to get into that, but then Dave is not having any of it because he wants to get right into the blown call from the umpire. Listen closely. Your play in a familiar location. There it is, right there. <laughs> Take a good look at it. Is that you're, pl- you're playing in a familiar so. location. There it is, right? And he just pulls up the piece of paper. Look at this picture. I love it. I love it. Uh, let me say hi. Got to say hi, too, if I could get the thing up. Ray in Brooklyn, he's up next. Raymond, how we doing? Hello, Ray. Ray going once. Ray, you there? Ray, you there? Going one. Oh, we got to lose Ray. You got to be on your toes. Got to be on your toes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Evan in Little Neck is up next. Hello, Evan. How are you? Hey, what's up, Dan? Ev, what's up? Uh, I want to just uh, want to talk basketball. And sure. Kind of wind things down completely. Um, look, I mean, the Knicks are definitely heading in the right direction. Um, and New York, you know, since I'm young, it's always been a great basketball town. Hasn't really been acting like it the last couple of decades between the Knicks and St. John's. But besides that, when I look at the NBA and, and teams that have gone all the way, it always seems like there's like a Hall of Famer or like super superstar on that team, whether it's like uh, Jokic or Giannis or um, Michael Jordan or Larry Bird or Magic Johnson. And I feel like the, the Knicks are in a position now, and they should, 
go after that superstar, whoever it might be. Do you but, agree? But who is that guy? See, I, I think you can win a championship without having to have the so-called quote-unquote superstar. You know, if you have a collection of all-stars, not even a collection of all-stars, but you have multiple all-stars on your team, I think that's good enough to win a title. No? I, oh, well, like, what team can you think of that's done it recently? Um, Golden State had a big run, but they had Steph Curry on their team, and he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, I don't know. Tell me. Like, well, I mean, the Larry, Bra- the Larry Brown Pistons are that outlier, right? And I know that it was 20 years ago, but they didn't have guys on the team that were considered superstars. They were just a collection of good players, all-stars, right? The Ben Wallace, Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, Tayshawn Prince, guys like that. You know, they were, they were good players. The way this Knicks team is, co- is constructed right now, I don't know. Look, uh, Ev, I'll agree with you. I don't know necessarily if you have a true, tried-and-true number one on this team. Brunson could be like a 1A. When Julius Randle is at his best playing like an all-star, he's maybe a 1A, but not a true superstar. I will give you that. But if you bring in one more quality player to help alleviate some of that burden off of these other guys, you don't think the Knicks can maybe compete, given what we saw the Miami Heat do get to the finals? I do, but I do, I do want to see them get just a little bigger underneath the boards and they have that guy who shoots as well. And I'm not saying that Joel Embiid's going to be out there right away, but, you know, these, these GMs get paid so much money. And, I mean, I just want them to do their jobs and pull up, pick up every stone yeah. and just do your best job to bring in that big guy. Because you know what? I remember Patrick Ewing, and since that, I don't know who I remember on the Knicks. That makes me say, like, they're great. Well, you know, it, it, that was Evan. Here's the thing, and I thank you for the phone call. That was a different era. Okay, that was the land of the bigs. That was when the centers dominated the sport. Maybe not so much in the '90s or whatever, but like for generations, that's what happened. It was a you know you built around your big. Now it's a wing game, and I know that Nikola Jokic is 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 a big man and a center, but he doesn't do things like a conventional center does. Right? It's a wing game. If I'm the Knicks, I'm going out and trying to get myself another wing. I don't need another big. That's not my area of concern. Let's say hi to Lonnie in Harlem up next, our good buddy. Hello, Lonnie. How are you? Hello, Dan. Hi, Harvey. Hi, Joe Leo. Yes, Jose. You already know the company is listening. Shout out to the company of host family. What's up? Now, Dan, I only technically really called in because once again, you played with my heartstrings with this whole Nikola Jokic sleepless in Serbia night. Like, bro, you <laughs> you really, I swear, Dan, you, you put me into a great mood. I could be having a bad night or something like that, and then you do stuff like that, and you really touch the heart of your listeners. I just want to – I had to call in to let you know that. I, I appreciate that. I and knew, you know what we're going to have to do? I, Lonnie, I know, we're going to have to make it like – we're going to have to make almost like a series. We'll do our own, like, radio series of, of sleepless in Serbia. We'll do it all summer. We'll have a new episode each week. How's that? You got sleepless in Serbia. Then you could be Mad Quimby when baseball is just just can't get out their way. You could become Mad Quimby again. And then, like, I don't know, man. Then you got the whole corn muffin thing and the applesauce thing. I won't bring up the other thing, you know, when you was uh, sleeping with a certain someone. But right. <laughs> like, oh, man, Dan, you, you know, man. I just had to <laughs> – there you go. I just had to call in and say that because, like I said, man uh, – I'm sure you basically you, you you probably put a lot of smiles on a lot of people's faces tonight when you just when you do stuff like that. I didn't really call in to talk about sports. Obviously, your Mets won last night. My Yankees won on uh, 
what was it say? Uh, when, Wednesday, uh, so. Tuesday. It's, it's a it's a wash. So it is what it is. Let's see what happens in July. Hopefully, my Yanks will win both games. But like you said earlier, I think it's probably going to be a split. That's usually what happens between these two teams. They usually, I think last year, funny thing is, it literally was a split at City Field, and then it was a split at Yankees. It Field. generally is, Lon. I'm telling you, it usually is, unless one is really, really I bad. I think it was. And last year was the same thing, because I was at Yankee, I think, for the second game of that series. And yeah, and it's funny because I think a caller earlier said today on your show that it was it was crazy that he was in City Field. Oh no, I think it was Verlander that actually that it was crazy that he was in City Field. Right. With a lot of Yankee fans. Because last year when I went and I was at Yankee, I was expecting it to be a little crazy, but I feel like the whole section I was in was old Mets fans, and I'm just like, wow, this is this is a little weird for me to be at home, and then it's it's nothing but you know a lot of Mets around, but. It, 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 that's what the rivalry does. It is what it is, and like like he like like the person said, I think you know people just buy those tickets early because they know they want to go, and I guess the earlier it is, the cheaper it is, obviously, because you never know if the teams is going to be good or not. So you just you rather get them early so that way you you know you're not paying the arm and the leg. But Dan, once again, just had to call in to let you know, man. You really put a smile on my face, and I'm sure you did it to others. Uh, I've done what I came to done, Dan. You always run a good good program, so Lonnie. Appreciate you, brother, as always. So we try to do it. We try to have some laughs, try to have some fun. You know, and, and it's funny Lonnie mentioned that because I didn't talk about it. I, I want to see if Verlander mentions it in this uh, clip I have here. Hang on. Exciting. The energy was great. The fans were great. I guess I didn't quite expect so many Yankees fans in the stadium, there but I, I, I guess that's probably normal. I guess when we go there, there'll probably be a lot of Mets fans as well. It's, I'm sure people buy these tickets way in, way in advance to, to go have a raucous time. So I thought the energy was great. It's, it's fun to pitch in an atmosphere feel like that it's, it makes the game fun yeah i i mean i i did see verlander say that last night and yeah i mean look you get your tickets you get your tickets to big city you know fans all over and i'm sure that as, as verlander says there's going to be a lot of mets fans at yankee stadium when they play there in july and it's funny too about the series because it, yeah it just seems like they end up splitting now when they play the even amount of games like they end up splitting like, I can even remember back in the day, like, when they used to play three at Mets, three at Yankees. So you'd play six. It would be three and three, it seemed like. Right? Somebody would take two out of three in one ballpark. Somebody would take two out of three in the other ballpark. And you'd have an even split. Unless there were years where, you know, one the Mets were just gotten. See, the Yankees have never been god-awful since the inception of interleague play. In the 25, well, no, 23, three, 26 years of interleague play. Yankees have never been god-awful. The Mets have. But ironically enough, I can remember a series, and it sticks out vividly to me. 2004. All right, so 2004, the Mets were terrible. The series at Shea Stadium, the Mets swept the Yankees. And I remember, remember, um, here's a blast from the past. Remember Richard Hidalgo? Came up with the Houston Astros, ended up on the Mets. He was like a power-hitting outfielder. Richard Hidalgo went crazy in that series for the Mets. And they swept the Yankees three games. And that might have been like the only time the Mets ever took a three-game series from the Yankees since uh, interleague play began. Pretty sure. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. More of your phone calls. And, and when I come back, I'm going to have to respond to something. An accusation that was thrown in my direction. Shots were fired. Now we got to hear the response. 
Grasso Show, till 10, right here on 98.7 ESPN. Natalia, I need new mattress. My legs stick out from old one. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. At Dan Grasso on Twitter is where you can get us. Big USA-Mexico soccer match getting ready. Boy, you know what I just noticed? Look at the stadium filling up. So the people did actually get to their seats after that first game. That was like the undercard. This is the main event, right? Essentially, yeah. Little USA-Mexico, baby. That sells um, itself. So, so earlier today during the uh, K-Show, I was in the building. That was the worst part, too. Like, they're talking stuff about me, talking smack, while I'm literally, like, down the hall. Like, I can't hear it. Like, it's like you have an option to, like, listen to something else that's played in the speakers here. Maybe they just didn't care. So, the people from, it was Calandra's, right? The Calandra's Bakery people brought over a, a, a bounty of treats today for the K-Show. Really, for the whole office. Breads, desserts. Cakes, sweets, a smorgasbord, as they say. Tremendous stuff. So there was a cake that was in the control room. You know, that chocolate, that berries, you know, whatever. But when I was in there, it had to be sometime between 5.30, 6 o'clock at night. I walk in and Peter says to me, have a, have a piece of cake. I say, no, nah, no thanks, I'm good. He's like, why not? He's like, you, do you not want to eat that? You don't, you, you don't like that stuff? I said, no, I, I just, that's not my cup of tea. I just wouldn't go there. You know, it's kind of too rich for me with all those things. I'm not really a huge kind of desserty guy. And then I got to hear the third degree about why don't you eat this, why don't you eat that, and then Don chimes in, and then it's, the, it's like they're ganging up on me for crying out loud. And then lo and behold, like before I can even issue a retort, of course the break is over, and then they got to go back in the studio and do their show. But then it continues on the air. And it continues on the air while I'm in here doing things for my show to get ready. So it's not like I could even go on and respond to them. So in case you missed it, this was what was being thrown in my... It was like a drive-by. It was like a drive-by. You know? I caught some of the drive-by. And then I find out today that your best friend, our very own Dagra, hates dessert. Yeah. Not a big dessert guy. And it just seems like such a waste of flavor. You should have, you should have heard him and Anthony. They, I, I just don't like stuff that's too rich. They sound like my mom. You know, like it's an old lady kind of move to be like, 
I'll have coffee and I'll just have a little a little bite of the lemon cake. I, I don't want anything too rich. Come and on. outside of the couple of times we dive into some Chipotle back in the day, whenever I go out to dinner with Dan, he's getting a burger. That's every every time? Pretty, yeah, every time. Oh, so what you're saying is it goes beyond dessert. He's... He's not Michael, but he but he doesn't have a developed palate. First of all, well, I mean, not first of all. I mean, I look, I could sit here for an hour and pick apart and refute every single thing that was played in that 37-second clip. All right. Let me try to take it in order, chronologically. Number one, yes, I did use the term rich. A cake like that, it's not for me. Secondly, and let me establish this before I even get into eating habits. I try to take care of myself and try to watch what I eat, right? You guys know this. I exercise regularly, do a lot of the running. I got the the workouts, the Rocky Four, one with nature, the whole thing, right? So eating all of this crap is not conducive to having my body look the way that you want it to look, okay? That's number one. Number two, when Peter was pretending to be his mother, I guess he said, and he brought up a little piece of lemon cake, I love lemon cake. What's wrong with lemon cake? My wife makes an incredible lemon cake. I'll eat that. I'm just, you know what it is more than anything else? I'm, I'm picky as hell with what I eat. I'm picky as hell. And a lot of the dessert type things, obviously you're delving into a lot of different things that maybe I just don't care for. But it's not to say that I'm anti-dessert. I'm a big dessert guy. It's just not the things that maybe they want me to eat. Love cookies, lemon cake. Give me a nice pound cake, a cr- like a coffee cake. Oh, my. Are you kidding me? I'd sit there and eat the whole damn thing. The whole damn thing. And wouldn't even apologize. Other things, too. I just can't think of it right now. But I'm a big dessert. The occasional ice cream. You know what I had the other night, believe it or not? Went down to the... It was the night of... Um, when was the basketball? The last game. Monday. Monday. Did the show... And you know what I said? You know what? I'm in the mood for something a little sweet. Went down to the freezer. And what did I find? It was like a pot of gold. You know what was in there? One of those chipwich ice cream sandwich things with the chocolate chip cookie. Amazing. Love me a good chipwich. I don't apologize for that, but I eat it in moderation. And then when Don chimes in with the hamburger, like he's in the backseat. He's in the backseat and rolls down the window and, and fires the shot about the hamburger. First of all, there's nothing wrong with a hamburger. Number two, that couldn't be further from the truth. I don't just order hamburgers when I go out to eat. Trust me. And I guess because of like worldly events and, and you know people's schedules and so on and so forth, I can't tell you the last time that we've even broken bread. He and I and our families, respectively. It's probably been years, maybe even pre-COVID, maybe pre-COVID. I don't just order hamburgers. And maybe on the occasion that I have when we've gone out to dinner, but it's not the only time. And it also depends on the place you go. Like if you go to a place that's kind of like a glorified, you know, bar and grill type, what am I going to order? The seafood special? Nancy made hamburger no. helper last night, and I'm a big fan. You know, if, if you're going to places like you have to know where you are and what you're ordering. You're not going to order seafood at a certain place like that. I'm not going to order like an Italian delicacy meal at a place like that, right? I'm not going to some four or five star restaurant to be safe. You know what? More often than not, you go with the burger and you live to tell another story.
I'm not one of these yo-yos that goes to some, like, truck stop dive diner or something at 3 o'clock in the morning and has the lobster. That's generally not going to work out too well with your digestive system. Give me the spaghetti and meatballs. I have class, damn it. Class, I tell you. By the way, did you know the ESPN New York Beach Bash hits the Jersey Shore Friday, June 30th at Bar A in Lake Como? For two live broadcasts and an appearance from DiPietro and Rothenberg, who's going to give away the all-American Ford Bronco. It all kicks off with Barton Hahn live at noon, followed by the Michael K. Show from 3 to 7, with giveaways for fans in attendance and music from the Moroccan Sheep Herders. It's all brought to you by Patron Tequila, Stoli Vodka, BetMGM, All-American Auto Group, Calandra's Bakery, and Flight by Yingling. you got to be 21 years of age to enter. So all I'm saying is... I just didn't appreciate coming into work, doing my thing, and I'm just sitting here all of a sudden, I got to drive by, and I'm getting hit with all these strays about my eating habits. My eating habits are fine. Nothing wrong with them. None whatsoever. Close it out with you on the phones, 800-919-3776. Grasa Show, 98.7 ESPN. Oh, Nicola, we go buy you new mattresses, okay? That's tonight on Sleepless in Serbia. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. A few more minutes, and we're going to hand things off to Gordon and Larry. Let me say hi to Lenny in Brooklyn. He's next. Lenny, good evening. How are you? Hey, how you doing, man? What's up, Len? How's things? What's going on? I'm good, man. First time caller. I'm kind of nervous. Oh, Lenny, you know what? Let me tell you something. I'm the one that should be nervous. I'm talking to you for crying out loud. <laughs> I hear you talking about a wing, but I don't hear anybody call this guy named nobody talking about him. Jeremy Grant. I like Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant's a free agent. Okay, but here's the, you know what the problem with Jeremy Grant is? Jeremy Grant, yeah. the last few years, has been on losing teams, and people kind of forget about him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was on Portland last year. Before that, he was, what, with the Pistons? They weren't winning a lot of games, but Jeremy Grant was a guy who was scoring about 20 a night. But the thing with Jeremy Grant, guys like him, they get this label attached to them. 
You know the old expression, Lenny, where you say good player on a bad team? Yeah. <laughs> right? That's that. That's unfortunately, I think, what some people maybe kind of categorize Jeremy Grant as. But to me, he's a cheaper option than Obi. OD, I mean, from Toronto. Oh, oh OG Ananobi. Yeah, he, you know, he, he. I'm looking to see how much he got paid last year. Jeremy Grant got 20 million bucks last year on the last year of his deal for the for the Portland Trailblazers. So, and, and Lenny, thank you for the phone call. By the way, that's a good good. You know what? That's a good name to throw out there. Um, Jeremy Grant's not going to take no discount. Although, if you ask him, he may just want to win bad enough. To where he might want to say, yeah, I'll take a little bit. Remember, Knicks have the mid-level exception, $12 million. That's a lot less than twenty, right? Does he want to win that bad to where he's going to shave $8 bucks off his paycheck? I don't know about that. Let's say hi to Freddie in Brooklyn up next. Fred, how we doing? Okay, thanks for taking the call. What's up, Fred? You know the prevailing... All right, the prevailing sentiment in Knicks tongue is that we need a superstar to go far. But I tend to agree with you if we get an, another A-plus player that would do the job. We lost out on Donovan Mitchell. I don't think we should make that same mistake with Bradley Beal. Imagine how much more the floor would spread with Bradley Beal, Randall, and Brunson. Where, who were their double team? And also, before I go, um, as much as I hate what KP did to the Knicks, mm-hmm. what do you think about Resigning him if he comes available by exercising his um, his opt out this year. Well, no, he he's he's not going to do the opt out, Freddie. They might have to trade. They might incl- if they make some sort of a tra- well. You know, it may not even be the Br- Bradley Beal trade. They could trade for him. And I thank you for the phone call, Freddie. Um, we had Brian Geltsiler on last night. He made a really good point. Made a really good point. KP's player option this year is for like thirty six million. I would. Th- think he's going to opt into that you know I, I i don't know how the rest of the nba feels about kp to where he could net himself a deal that's going to pay him more than that per year 36 million is not too bad i personally right wouldn't necessarily want to revisit the kp thing so soon but bg brought up last night that whole regime everybody that was here when kp was here is gone it's all new blood so maybe it's kind of like a fresh start if you bring him back. But the thing with KP is it's almost like you're just waiting for that next injury to take place, right? You're just waiting. You know, he played 65 games last season. That's not bad, or this season. year before that, he played 17 games, right? Or excuse me, no, he played about 50. All right, not terrible. Not terrible. But it's just, it's too soon. Even though we're only talking four or five years, it's too soon. I think he could go in another direction. Let me say hi to Richard in Manhattan. He's up next. Hey, Rich, how are you? Hi, Dan. But a good conversation with uh, Tyler Epner. Yes. Kepner, he's great. That guy is fantastic. Love TK, yep. Oh, boy. And, uh, you know, you mentioned about teams leaving a city and moving. That's probably the worst thing in sports. Teams just picking up and going. I mean, I agree with you. Oh, I mean, we think it's bad when teams tank, and we think it's bad when players don't play in games. Can you imagine? Uh, Dan, I was thinking, you know, the Nuggets 
were not called the Nuggets in the ABA. I think they were the Denver Rockets. Am I correct? Uh, I'm going to have to fact check that one for you, but I'm and not sure. They had to change, I would guess, because you had the Houston Rockets in the NBA. So they're one of the two teams, I think, in the history of sports that changed their name without leaving the city, without political pressure. Right. But but it's ironic. The other team that changed its name without political pressure would have had to have changed their name. But at that time, there wasn't polit- The Houston Colt 45s became the Houston Astros. Astros, right. Because they moved into the Astrodome. But a few years later on, they would not have been called, been able to be called the uh, Houston Colt 45s. And Denver Rockets. was the Rockets. We just confirmed it. So there you go. How about that? They were the Rockets. Yep. I knew that with Spencer Good Hayward job by you. There you go. Alex English and Calvin Mack. I remember those guys. Yeah, yeah. But they never won an NBA ABA title either. I think they played the Nets one year for the ABA championship. Uh, you know, as far as uh, uh, Rizzo's, Steve Rizzo, uh, Anthony Rizzo on the Yankees, I didn't realize that guy gets hit by pitches a lot. He's like sixth on the all-time list for a number of pitches getting hit by pitch balls. Bad, number of batters getting hit by pitch. He's the most. He's he's been hit the most as far as active batters. Well, what he needs to do, Richard, and, and I got to th- I got to let you go here because we're going to end the show. But Anthony Rizzo needs to start hitting, not getting hit by pitches. He needs to start hitting, just like the rest of those Yankees do. While Aaron Judge is out of the lineup, that's what has to happen. All right, that was a lot of fun. I told you we were going to have fun. If I told you we were going to have fun and we didn't, you know, then I wouldn't be holding up my word. But we did. So thanks to Joe, thanks to Harvey, thanks to Tyler Kepner for hopping on. Appreciate him. Gordon and Larry are coming up next. Keep it tuned to them. We got a big Friday program for you. So we'll talk to you tomorrow at 7, right after TMKS. Dan Gross is saying, have a good night. 98.7 ESPN. I love lemon cake. What's wrong with lemon cake? My wife makes an incredible lemon cake. I'm a big dessert guy.